Hello, I'm Hannah Kaplan, and this is the WCS Wild Audio Podcast, where you'll find reported audio stories covering the latest news and newsmakers from the Wildlife Conservation Society's Global Conservation Program, Zoos and Aquarium, and their many partners. We've got a great show today, so let's get to it. For too many species, the rise of social media has created a growing market for the illegal smuggling and possession of wildlife. In the case of the Mexican spider monkey, whose status is endangered on the red list of threatened species maintained by the International Union for Conservation of Nature, the growth of the illegal pet trade into the United States has reached a crisis point. Nat Moss checked in with WCS's Keith Lovett to find out what's driving this trade and how conservationists are responding. In a few seconds, I can find five or six spider monkeys for sale, and they're going for anywhere from $10,000, sometimes $15,000, $20,000 a monkey. That's Keith Lovett. In addition to serving as WCS Vice President and Director of Animal Programs at the Bronx Zoo, Keith is chair of the New World Primate Taxon Advisory Group of the Association of Zoos and Aquariums, or AZA, and the Species Survival Plan Coordinator for Spider Monkeys. That species ranges from Mexico down to the middle of Central America. Keith's been tracking a concerning rise in smuggling of spider monkeys out of Mexico and into the United States. There's been poaching for years, he says, but the intensity of the current trade is at a whole different level. Historically, these were small operations, um, hunters, people poaching in the wild, and sometimes they wanted to provide food for their families. What you're seeing now is much more organized crimes. These are crime syndicates that are dealing with massive quantities of wildlife. Keith is on call to help find a placement for the monkeys at AZA-accredited zoos or sanctuaries when they are intercepted by the Border Patrol, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, or other enforcement authorities. They come in a lot of different ways. Some people try to bring them through ports of entry, and they'll smuggle them in luggage or modify the console of a car. There's a lot of different ways. Some of them will um, come through illegal entry points along the border. Um, Recently, there was a case of seven baby spider monkeys jammed in a duffel bag that they tried to cross the Rio Grande with them, um, and they were discovered. The key is to intercept the monkeys as they're coming across the border illegally. Unfortunately, once inside, several states allow the legal possession of a spider monkey, but many owners no longer wish to keep them after they reach sexual maturity in a few years. They can become aggressive or disruptive, and yet by then, they've been so imprinted by their human hosts that it's hard to reintegrate them into a zoo or a sanctuary-based troop of other spider monkeys. It's easier, says Keith, working with animals caught at border crossings. They are somewhat imprinted because they have been handed food. Sometimes they are bottle-raised. But once you get them into a social situation, particularly at a young age, they forget a lot of that imprinting. Um, We worked with an AZA-accredited zoo in Florida that actually took four confiscated young spider monkeys. And I was actually watching video the other day, and they're out there playing, being spider monkeys. And I asked them, I go, well, how imprinted are they on the zookeepers? They go, they come over sometimes, you know, look for food. But truthfully, they're much more interested in the other spider monkeys, which is what we want. Yet even young monkeys that are intercepted live with the trauma of their brutal separation from their mothers. We're seeing these young spider monkeys come over the border, and usually they're under three, four months in age. The poaching methods are quite brutal. Oftentimes they are shooting the mother 
causing the mother to fall to the ground and they'll take the baby spider monkey off. The spider monkeys are territorial and the entire troop will attack and come out and oftentimes they are being killed as well. So the capture of a single baby spider monkey can result in the death of numerous spider monkeys. There are some statistics out there that show that for every monkey that's captured in the wild, anywhere from seven to 10 adults may be killed in the process. The devastation to wild populations is not sustainable. Like so many species today, spider monkeys face a growing loss of habitat due to human activity, which reduces access to the fruit they prefer and the ecological benefits associated with their dispersal of seeds, and ultimately forces them into greater contact with people and the risks that come with that. 85 to 90% of their diet is fruits. They'll eat some insects, they'll eat some leafy material as well, but mostly it's fruits. And they basically move around the forest looking for those ripened fruits. Um, they're gonna do better in old growth forests. The fruit and trees are much more established. And with habitat destruction, where much of the forest is being used for human uses, whether it's for agriculture or for logging, that creates a lot of problems. As governments work to crack down on criminal poaching networks, says Keith, there are several things that conservationists can do in the meantime to address the growing crisis of spider monkeys caught in the illegal wildlife trade. We are working for immediate placement and making sure the animals are getting proper nutrition, proper medical care, um, they're being socialized as quickly as possible, and they're being provided a future home in which they will thrive in. So that's the most immediate need. From a long-term perspective, we're doing a lot from an education standpoint. We're trying to encourage people not to have primates, and in this case, spider monkeys as pets. In addition to that, we're also looking at how can we work to change the laws, because still many, many states in the United States allow spider monkeys as pets, which is fueling increasing demand. So we are working to form an advocacy standpoint to change laws state by state to try to make it illegal for primates and spider monkeys to be housed as pets. Keith fears that Mexican spider monkeys may soon move from endangered to critically endangered on the IUCN Red List. But with growing awareness, effective advocacy, and ramped up enforcement efforts, he hopes they'll continue to have a home in the jungles of Central America. For WCS Wild Audio, this is Nat Moss. Today's episode was produced and reported by Nat Moss, with help from Hannah Kaplan and Dan Rosen. The WCS Wild Audio Podcast is a production of the Wildlife Conservation Society. Please join us next week for a new episode, and don't forget to rate or review the show wherever you get your podcasts.